Good morning. It's 4.18 in the morning. Um, it's been maybe a good, yeah, like maybe 12 hours since I did the first part of this podcast, but I just remembered this and I'm going to go right back to sleep. Um, so I talked about how, in my opinion, if I had, um, had my natal chart run earlier or something like that, or even as a child, probably wouldn't have dated my exes. I mean, it is what it is. I learned my lessons, but I think part of what concerns me too is like, if you, it is worth investing the sooner the better. Um, I feel like it's more, um, I wouldn't say scientifically based, but it's more, accuracy or detailed and the money you would you would spend up front can carry you so much further um than spending like $25 or 50 or $60 to get a, a reading or those $5 you spent to ask somebody like is this a guy is this the guy is this the guy you know and then when you when you ask them of course they're going to want to give you that good feel feel good sensation how many times when you listen to these like you know oracle readings and stuff like that are they saying like oh nope sorry this is not the one you know uh or are they telling you you know it's it's later in life or it's gonna be you have you know uh or or be realistic about the compatibility right in a way that a natal chart can do that for you they even have compatibility and synastry um readings right but i feel like knowing what i know now i remember i i enjoyed this stuff it was for entertainment purposes and stuff but i got frustrated like i said even towards the end of now i i just pull my own oracle cards um i don't really listen to oracle like oracle people too too much if they're talking about money i'm in there but in terms of like dating relationships no because i remember um i would ask and then it would just always be like this beautiful message this is the one this is your twin you know but i'm like "Mm, it sounds really beautiful but i it doesn't match what the scenario was and some people I feel like you know it is what it is um you kind of have to figure out what how much of that is reality and how much of that is you know wishing and hoping and praying for something um you know and then and then I think they're trying to to make sure that I I'm getting the messages of like, oh, he really loves you and he's becoming a, a, a mature person and da da da. At no time was there any third party energy also that came up in any of my readings. At least they didn't tell me or didn't have the heart to tell me. And even in the collective readings I like, it's one of those things, uh, you know what, from a wealth perspective, it came to my mind, so let's just let's just deal with it when it comes to that thing 
comes to that, it's, it's worth the investment. It's worth the money because what's happening is we are kind of being so cheap that um, cheap and or we just don't know, right? We just don't know um, any better. You're way better off saving up your little coins, getting your um, natal chart. If you need to get a synastry chart for you and the other person, which is going to lead you to have conversations you need to have in the first place anyways, you know, in terms of compatibility, and that way you guard your heart. Does it cost money? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I like it because it's based on, you know, um, like their Mercury, their Venus, their houses, the timing, right? Whereas I feel like a lot of us go to like the oracles or the, um, and, and we ask for like the $5 questions. Does this guy love me? This is, is this the one, you know? And so, um, it's even things too, like when I do my stuff, I like to make sure I do some type of cleansing in between the stuff, you know, and make sure that my energy is not going into, not necessarily like my, um, too much of me or my energy is going into the stuff, but I feel like some of us are so cheap that we will pay a little bit of money, um, and then also we go by what they're telling us um, as a collective when we damn well know that we are as individual as our um, as your fingerprints, right? What, is, what are the odds that somebody else listening to a collective love reading, you know, is going to have even just my trinity, right? Not even my degrees, not even my houses, um, not even the transits that I have, the, the, I think it's like the trines that I have, who in this world is going to have Pisces moon, exactly Pisces moon, same degrees and everything, exactly Virgo, exactly Scorpio, <laughs> you know, and so I'm in there and I'm going along with what, um, they're saying about the love license and stuff, and, and they will tell you, like, Take what resonates, and so then that's where you are left to your own intuition. But I feel like there's so much more when you pull up a natal chart, you know. Um, and and like I said too, I didn't really do compatibility. I I when I used to do um when I when I first met both of my exes was. <clears throat> I did run like a compatibility between sun sign and sun sign. So Scorpio male, Scorpio female. Kind of was aware and was looking out for some of the, you know, what could be some problems between the the relationships for both. And then same thing for my, um, the, the Pisces male, right? And then... Um, towards the end, I started to just do kind of like a generic natal chart, synastry thing with him. Because, you, you know, you need like birthplace and time of birth. So I just did it, um, what they consider to be generic. I think you would just put like 12, 12 a.m. or 12, p, 12 p.m. Like, oh, uh, which 
is not the most ideal because um you that's why twins can have completely different natal charts because it's like doubt when you get your nail chart done it's by the hour and by the minute so if i'm not if i remember correctly and we talked about this before like can twins have the same natal chart um and it's off by like it, it keeps changing like i want to say every two minutes right so that's why when even babies are born in the same hospital same location they're going to be, what are the odds, the likelihood that they're going to be born at the same exact minute, you know, of each, within time of each other. But even if there's people born at the same exact minute around the same, around the world, the, because of astrocartography, they're in different locations around the world that affects their, you know, different things for them too. So, um, I don't know, that, that just came to me, uh, I I was thinking it at the time I was doing the podcast, but if I don't write down notes, then it <laughs> that's how you end up with this. But I'm so thankful that it did come to me, even at 4 o'clock in the morning. I am really sleepy. I just woke up out of a deep sleep, and I'm going to go back to sleep Um, um, type of a thing. But yeah, just kind of consider that, you know, if you want the best quality out of your stuff, it's kind of like... um. Getting a good diagnosis, kind of like, oh, what is a good example? Um, it's one of my, um, but yeah, it's kind of like the difference between not only you not knowing, you know, enough about yourself, and then this person wanting to give you feel good messages, and then doing the collective stuff. I mean, it can there be collective energy? Um I think so. I've heard collective readings where some things resonate, but like I said, I feel like they resonate more when it has to do with like personal development um and or when it comes to money, you know? Um but Probably, I would dare to say, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't, I would prefer to just, like, let's say if I meet someone that I like them before I even go too far. Obviously, this is, this is something that's important to me at this point in my life. So it's just kind of like, eh, if, if they're not with it, then they're just not with it. And it's not the person for me. Now you just saved yourself, um, the guesswork, um, the five and ten dollar, um, you know, reading stuff for some. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. If I was a, a, a oracle reader for love messages, um, and I didn't run your natal chart, yeah, I'm telling you, this the one, this the one, baby, <laughs> right? Every time, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that that felt so good. I'm gonna come back and ask her again in six months why this guy hasn't tried to you know, settle down or, or get married or why it's not matching up, you know, why, why am I getting loved bombed or why is there third party energy? And I'd be like, oh, this is your twin flame. The S-H-I-T-T-I-E-E-R, the, the ishier he treats you, the more that's your twin flame. Like, this is the one. If he's ghosting you, it's because he's going through stuff in the 5D world and he's navigating and you have to practice unconditional love. No. 
Um, when you run the, the because what I was going to say is like, especially with my last boyfriend, I tried to run something kind of, and, and the flags, the red flags were there. It was just straight up saying like, for the most part, we're incompatible. And it was talking about how there's all these different things that we, um, would have to overcome that quite frankly, I mean, obviously I think that I could have dealt with that up front, you know, way, way much sooner. And, um, I didn't get a, a compatibility reading, but I I remember I was telling my ex at the time, I was like, I think we need to get a synastry thing run. It would have been funny to find out his reaction to it. And, and I probably would have just, you know, figured out a way around it anyways, too, because, um, which is not necessarily the nicest, like just... You want to be respectful of other people's um, spiritual, you know, natal chart information. Um, But um, it was something that was coming down the pipeline, you know. And at that point, I was willing to say, okay, let's let's have the synastry reading done. And let's see, you know, what's going to help me understand where the, where, where we're kind of like two trains passing each other in the night type of a thing. And I don't know, I feel like even if there's this person, a companion, and I think so much can change in the next 10, 20, 30 years that, you know, in terms of a, a, a companion that you know, let's just cross that bridge when we get there. But I think one of the things I would do is if it, if it, if if this person is purporting to be, you know, the companion and going through all those emotions and that type of thing, then it's kind of like, okay, well, if this is the one, let's have the sinistry stuff run. I'm not hopping in the bed with you. I'm not doing nothing. And if it has all of the red flags, it's like, listen, these are the red flags. Either, you know, you resolve them and I figure out to what degree I want to you know, become a more well-rounded person, but I'm not going to break my neck to be like, oh, we have incompatibilities in our Venus and in our Mercury and in our first house or 12th house or eighth house and then beat myself over the head to try to overcome that stuff. It's like, he's going to definitely have to put in the effort for that too. You see what I'm saying? But at least I'm kind of aware of it too. And I think back in the days, it could have been such a beautiful thing, too, because I liked the idea of both people having inner work. And I think that when you do meet people, you do learn. Like, for example, I did learn about my power from the Scorpio. I did learn about my spirituality from the the Pisces. I dated a Leo. I love Leos. I'm attracted to Leos. But I feel like in terms of dating, eh, I don't really like people that much. (laughs) I don't like them that much. But... With that, it was more behind the scenes. They like to be out in the spotlight, which is fine with me. I'm perfectly fine being behind the scenes type of a thing. But they have a vibrancy and and a youthfulness about them and a love of life um, type of a thing. So, um, So 
we can still learn lessons from people along the way. But I just, I think especially when it comes to that, I don't know how many women, you know, that, that would really free up your time. And I would say, you know, it would free you up to learn all the other stuff that really do matter too. How do you make your money? What is your communication style, you know, on the job with friends, with family? Can you prepare for like financial stuff? What is your mission? Because one of the best good feelings too is to kind of know what you were here to do. That that That's half the guesswork. And it's not even that, that um, I couldn't be good at the stuff that I did. Those qualities were reflected on the job. But and and it doesn't necessarily mean like I would have been good in like, um, um, like uh, investigative like the de- detective stuff has come up before, um, and that type of thing. Uh, would I want to be a detective IRL or in real life? Uh, probably not. But those elements are there. So I mean, you have to have a little bit of wiggle room, um, and allow yourself to be you. But at the same time, don't leave it up to chance. Don't leave it up to like a five or ten minute um, oracle when there's so many things out there that can tell you about your like life path and, and stuff like that. If you know, you know. It's been so long since I've looked at a synastry reading, but it, obviously it's a little bit more like scientific, right? So for somebody to just... And, and you have intuitive readers. Like I'm more... I consider myself to be more intuitive, I can take the messages and I do like to convert them to positivity um, type of a thing um, and and have them motivational, you know, and that's why I'm comfortable with doing stuff that has more to do with money, um, um, wealth, health, right? Um, But, and, and... not only that, it's part of the reason I don't like to do the love reading stuff too, because I I remember, and I have to go pee since I sat up now, because <laughs> um, I sat up, I, I got a little bit excited, but it's like, when I do the love readings, I'm taking pride in like, I'm going to pull what comes up and, you know, I make sure that my mind is right, I clear myself, clear the energy, clear the decks, set the intentions, and then... Um, I've done two, two readings, one where, you know, I went, she was comfortable giving me a little bit more information in terms of the sun and placement stuff. So I, I have a lot of books and resources on that. And then I gave her more insights on her profile and his profile. And so that took time, but I I had so much more comfort than me just pulling up, you know, the, the, the cards, which I did. And she said she got a lot of it out of it, but I also gave her red flags in there, right? And I let her know that it's two-sided, you know. These are the things that she can work on. I let her know the possible. She was dealing with the Pisces male too, you know. So I told her, try not to project too much with where my experience with them, but... I feel like anytime you're dealing with the anytime you're dealing with the Scorpio, you're de- you're dealing with karmic energy. Point blank. Period. You if you get stung by a Scorpio, you have some past life energy, or you have some things about you that's just. If you're dealing with Pisces, you're dealing with like a, a person that. You know uh, what do you call it? Um, high vibrational, low vibrational spirituality. 
if you're dealing with um, Virgo, you're going to be learning about health, wealth, um, organization, cleanliness, uh, exercise, stuff, 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 right? But, um, and so I remember when I did another reading, it was one of, like I said, the most beautiful readings. And what was sad is that at the end of the reading, and, and then to make it worse, it was free because it was for a friend. And it's one of those things where you have to charge, you know, um, because they don't, they are not going to appreciate if you do it for free for the most part. Right. So like how the, the lady that I met, she did a free natal chart for me. She loves it. That's what they do. And I appreciate it. I, I take it in for what it is. Right. But so so then waited through the whole reading and then she was like, oh, I was hoping you were going to tell me um, according to Zodiac signs, if this is the guy, you know, I was hoping you were going to pull up like whatever the guy's Zodiac sign was that she was talking at the time. And I was like, you mean to tell me I was you wanted me to tell you if this Zodiac sign pulled up? I don't pay attention necessarily to if the Zodiac sign pulls up, which is why I didn't do it in the first place. I was talking about, is this person where they are in their life path, where you are in your life path? Um, I still kind of remember some of the elements of it, but it was kind of like, she is a creative being. When I tell you the creativity came all the way up live and in living color, I mean stunned stunning i love to see it the the everything that came up for the artistic and i didn't know the other guy but um the the person that she was talking to but i was like this person can bring out these qualities in you and it's for this purpose and time in life and this is how you complement each other and i was talking about the traits and i feel like sometimes people um which you know i guess could counteract what i'm saying here too you can um miss the whole message you know i'm telling you the qualities of the relationship and the qualities of who would be the best compatible for you and it should have been okay does this guy have these qualities to match my the artist output that i'm putting out the creativity you know and am i willing to accept that this could be for a moment in time or is this for like life partner type of a thing and stuff like that. So it was just, it was interesting. And it had asked me to do it again. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it because I kind of know how women are. I am one too, in the sense of like, we do want the, the feel good feeling, but I would say upfront, you know, when you're on the date, if they're not into, into the stuff that I'm talking about right now, and obviously you are, why even further the 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 thing? Just get the check, pay for your food, and keep it pushing. But you will have learned something from them. They will have talked about something, hopefully, that can stimulate your mind for the next level, for the next, you know, part of your life. And you didn't have to get into bed with them. I feel like, especially with my both my exes, Probably would have found out they're not the best people anyway because um, how you do one thing is how you do everything. But when I talk about how I learned so much from 
like about the power side of things, the business side of things, the entrepreneurial side of things from both of them, right? You mean to tell me I could have learned all of that maybe after a few couple quote unquote dates or having a friendship and I didn't have to sleep with them and I didn't have to get my feelings involved? Listen, I am programming my inners higher self for next go round. Girl, I'm not giving a F about these um these guys. I really feel like I, my next life for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like how these young ladies are like, would I would you rather two hundred and fifty in a um not in gift cards, in in um food stamps versus um a date with, with, with some like a uh, rapper or something like that. Uh, I liked one of the girls. She was like, I would finesse it, right? I like th- those. Those are um, what you call like, um, I think is it like rainbow babies? I know they have like indigo babies, rainbow babies. There's another one. I always forget. Uh, I think with, I think rainbow babies are already here. I don't know. There's there's some, and it's kind of like lined up to like X generation X Z, mm, I. There's generation I. There's generation uh, like, whatever comes after the millennials. So. I hope that that kind of made sense. Let me <laughs> go back to bed, oh, and I still have a great good amount of time to fall back asleep. I don't have to get up until closer to 7.30, so. I I don't remember what, oh, I think what's been helping is um I've been taking the um, lipo, liposomal glutathione. I just hold it under my tongue. Um, this is like day two, and I noticed I slept really good the night before, and tonight, sleeping like a dream. I didn't take the sleeping pills. The sleeping pills... They're kind of like for play play. They do help with my mind, like clarity and kind of like a, a serene feeling, but they don't help me stay asleep. Like when I first took them, I remember um, I went into a deep sleep, but only for four hours, which tends to be the thing too. If I take them, it'll be a nice deep sleep, but then the rest of the time I'm like, I need to be sleeping, I feel like, in my opinion. I think if I was still working um, and I had to get up at early in the morning, it would have worked because I would have been restored. But since it's it's not a good feeling to wake up like 3, 4 in the morning and be like, oh, I wanted to sleep longer. And um, with with this one, I guess it's in a combination of maybe I had to go pee and now like the urge to go pee is stronger than... And so when I was in my waking hours, um, I remembered what it was I wanted to say on, on the podcast. And so that's why I'm recording it. So it could be a combo. But other than that, I would have just like rolled back over and go back into a deep sleep. So let me go catch some more Z's. I will talk to you later. Bye. It's been a good maybe 10 minutes, but I... I um. I don't think I'm falling asleep anytime soon, but that's okay. I slept so good, like deep sleep, but for way longer. Oh, I feel amazing. So I just want, I, I remember mentioning like, um, I don't remember what's in a synastry, um thing. Trust me when I say I am not encouraging you to get out in a relationship or start dating. I'm not going to be checking for these XYs for a good 10, 20, 30 years. It's just, it's not on my radar, but 
I'm hoping it can still help you because the the song that came on with my to my mind before I pressed the play button just now was there's gotta be more to life. So there's so much more to these things, and I think that um it 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 kind of this is a great time to kind of assess like how much are we allowing other people to give insight because it's it's one thing in my opinion if you have a synastry reading I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna I looked it up right now to see what is in a synastry reading so that you can kind of get a better idea of just how detailed it is as opposed to, as opposed to just going on a whim I would prefer you get the synastry reading. And if there's compatibility there, then you start to work through the details. And now you can ask more, more um, specific questions, which is what most genuine, I feel like, oracle reader people like to do. Um, because you don't want somebody to just ask you, does this person like me? Like, if you, let's get into it. So, for example, it says, a synastry reading describes an astrological relationship. It says, your planets speak to your planets and vice versa. Your planets speak to their planets and vice versa. So, your planets fall into some of their astrological houses and vice versa. As a result, you may feel one way about someone and they may feel completely different about you. Okay? Which is really what you're asking when you do these readings. Some people like to say they're intuitive and I get it, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like they're as accurate as what we would like to think they are. Um, it says, what does a synastry, synastry chart tell you? And you can do these for friendships too. Um, here it does say in synastry astrology, we compare two astrological charts to determine strengths and weaknesses in romantic relationship or marriage. It says, and this is an absolute and valuable resource for people looking to understand their partner and their futures with them. Um, it says, uh, so for example, y'all, again, when you compare like this type of information to just somebody pulling an intuitive, you know, $5 reading and or a collective reading, listen to this. It says, what's the most romantic aspect in synastry? Some people might fight you on the um, romantic aspect, but let's go. It says, um, what, okay, so there's five synastry aspects for love, right? Let me click on this. Oh, why did I just start to feel hungry? So the first one is your sun and moon sextile or trine, right? Most people simply want to understand from their partners. Some people simply want understanding from their partners, sun and moon aspects Accomplish that the best. Most people simply want understanding from their partners. And oh, okay, some people simply want understanding from their partners. And so the sun and moon aspects accomplish that the best. If you look at the sun and moon sextile or trine. These are very deep and personal connections that can feel like you have known each other since childhood. The sun person provides comfort. The moon person offers a place of respite. And I've talked about this before. I think that learning about my moon sign helped me understand how I am with intimate relationships. Not just, you know, my ex at the time, but um, the way I look at it is, in my opinion, sun moon is kind of, I mean, your rising is kind of like the curb appeal um, to a certain degree. Some people say it's, it's a little bit different, more different than that. 
curb appeal. Um, the sun sign is like when they get in your house and the moon sign is when they get in your bedroom. And so not necessarily like bedroom, but I would say like, cause not everybody's sleeping with me, but, um, now it's like when you go upstairs into the, like, you know how you only let certain people like way back into that night, into the nice, nice den, like you have the first living room and then you have the second, like the den and the ones that they can, you know, wear their socks in your house and go through your fridge and that type of thing. Like, that's how I view it. So it says here, um, the moon person offers a place of rest, of respite. A sex style suggests great, easy interactions in all types of relationships. So if you have a sex style, um, between the sun and the moon for the both of you, there's great interaction. If there isn't, let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> the moon person is supportive of the sun and the sun finds it easy to be around the moon. With a trine, these two people feel in perfect harmony with one another. So trines are a good thing. It says sun understands moon's emotional nature very well. Moon feels completely com comfortable with the sun. Interaction can feel enlivening and buoyant. A conjunction of these planets in synastry is very intense and can lead to emotional dependency on the sun so to me that would be a red flag if i was re you know reading this and pulling this i would say okay this this is actually not a good thing you know um this is from k f a s oh k f astrology.com and it's titled five synastry aspects of a loving relationship y'all um you might want to check this one out it says, it's titled, this was um, written February 14, 2021, Five Synastry Aspects for Love and Five to Watch Out For. <clears throat> and I somehow had skipped over what is synastry and which aspects are best. Um, so it says, while naturally you may think that the conjunction aspect could be beneficial in relationships, it depends on the consciousness of the individual. Conjunctions indicate very intense connections. It could manifest as passion for a shared interest, which, you know, like I said, it was so funny because knowing what I know now, you mean to tell me I could have talked to both of those guys and learned everything I needed to about my power, you know, um, authority, entrepreneurship and business, and I didn't have to sleep with them. So we had some conjunction, but I didn't have to push it to the next level. Oh, it says, um, so conjunctions indicate very intense connections. It could manifest as a passion for shared interest, a common goal for the home, or an agreement on a political or religious point of view. However, sometimes that connection is too intense and the mo more passive partner loses him or herself and the other person. It says, exercise caution whenever you see a conjunction between two planets especially personal planets like the sun and moon. So going on to number two, if you have a moon, Venus con conjunct, sextile, and trine, right? So you can already hear that this is a little bit more um, intense, right? You're not just going on a whim. I kind of like low-key don't really want to go through the rest of it. I feel like this is for somebody. If if that's your thing, I gave you the the website, Back in the days, I would have been all in through in this, um, but uh, it is for somebody, and I'm saying it to say, don't take it so lighthearted, like, save your coins, find a good reader that can do the synastry. 
this is the thing, like, I feel like even too, there's conversations that we should be having up front. And, um, and if you can't act, tell somebody, listen, let's find out if our uh, number three, ascendant, sun, moon, Venus aspects are in alignment. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm not even into that stuff. Okay, well, obviously you are. So now at this point, you're fighting your ego to decide how much you want to be in a relationship, how much you are physically attracted to this person because you don't know them from Adam, right? If you're having these conversations up front. So um, you can just, and so if somebody's like, yeah, let's figure this out. Let's see what where the compatibilities are. Then it, you know, so for example, the number three, I skipped over number two. Uh, number two matters because it says, um, it has to do with the moon, moon and Venus conjunct, whether it's sex, sextile or trine. And at the last sentence, it says it has to do with having a nurturing and supportive domestic life, right? Number three um, talks about the rules of the physical body, um, suggests a heavy physical attraction. Um, it says it's it's already too late. Da, da, da. Once the ascendant individual is seen, it's already too late. The ascendant sun, moon, Venus individual might also be very impressed by their partner's drive and mission in life. However, as their bodies don't stay fit and beautiful forever, the less can wear off quickly. This aspect works best if the ascendant individual is very motivated and active in his or her own life. That way, the partner can follow their lead. Um, number four, Venus-Mars conjunction, sextile, and trine. This one has to do with sex. Number five is Venus-Saturn sextile and trine. Believe it or not, Saturn is actually a very good planet for long-term, for long-term relationships. It signals stability, loyalty, and drive to maintain a settled foundation. Venus and Saturn connected in synastry add stability in marriage and joint finances. This is one of the underrated aspects that two lovers can have. Saturn ensures that both people will be invested in the relationship for the long haul, and Venus' presence allows it still to be friendly and fun. So, you know, that that's something that you can look for. I say all of that to say, and then I'm, I'm done, done. I think I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm going to drink some water and go back to sleep. I feel like... Do you hear how specific that sounds? Let me let me go look at an actual chart too. Yeah, like right here says how to read um a synastry chart. <laughs> I probably wouldn't recommend this website cuz it's kind of like jumping all over the place a little bit like It's possible that they have like ads on there that's causing the thing to be wonky a little bit. But um it's even things like for example, oh, they did like for example the birth data for Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. So then you would select round versus special, ephemeris or pull in astrology. You would look for a synastry chart too. Um and then they have like tropical, sidereal, draconic, geocentric, heliocentric, um, topocentric, descending. And then also you would look at the, um, 
This is giving you a, uh, like, if you wanted to do this for a living, you probably could just, this is very well done. Um, look at the Chiron. And then here is the chart. And so, um, for example, it says, um, here is Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's synastry chart. And so, the planets tell you about the things, soul emotions, signs tell you the style in which the thing manifests itself in the house, deals with the stage and direction focus that things play out. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit more there. So it's even things like, for example, let's close out with this. This will be fun regardless of if you're going to be in a relationship or not. I, I don't know. This this has to be for somebody in some weird, freaky way. If I didn't make it specific enough to you to say, like, stop spending your money on $5 things. There's so much more to it. If you're going to do it, do it the right way. Make sure there's synastry. But let's let's get into this. This is more interesting to me. It says, so, like, the symbols. <clears throat> oh, this is, again, how to read a chart. So maybe not. If, if you wanted to learn how to read a chart, it's, it's on um, astrology42.com. Um, and it's the, the part called how to read a synastry chart. Um, and so for example, they give you the input for like Angelina and Brad Pitt. And then it say, for example, the sun is represented by a circle with a dot at the center. The moon is a half crescent moon shape. Mercury is the male symbol, but with two small lines jutting out of the top circle, like little horns, <laughs> which that that's, that's. That's telling. Venus is a symbol for female. Mars is a symbol for male. Jupiter is a symbol that looks like a little, look looks a little like number four. Saturn is a symbol that looks like the number five or the letter H. Uranus looks something like an upside down female symbol with four lines on either side, two on each side that curve upward and opposing. So I actually might cut and paste this and put it into my um, into my notes and for the future because you know when you look at the round circle with all of like the different you know times and placements and that changes minute by minute day by day you can start to train yourself how to do that so it talks about how the sun represents a person's here we go sun represents a person's fundamental identity ego and purpose the moon represents how a person reacts and reflects on the events experienced in life mercury is your ability to relate to and perceive individual um, objects. Venus illustrates what you're comfortable with and what you enjoy. Mars represents your will and your actions. Jupiter represents how you integrate yourself into a society as well as your personal growth. Saturn represents your responsibility as well as personal rules you develop for yourself and over time. Uranus represents your ability to learn and grow. Mm. Neptune points to your imagination, dreams, and ideals. Pluto represents your capacity for change and inner growth. Y'all, and remember, the one of the new people I just met, she's going to be teaching me how to do stuff like this. Um, and so in this case, like this one was a little bit kind of for me because I feel like um, these are things I can learn, uh, kind of study and, and memorize, like the um, what the symbols look like and all the different, like Pluto and stuff like that. Um so, eh, a little bit of relationship love stuff in there. But on a grander scheme of things, like if I'm looking to see, you know, what is your Neptune? 
that 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 oh that I could see the readings on that that could be so beautiful obviously Jupiter is one of my favorite ones um Neptune seems like it'd be another good one for me too Uranus is a really good one for like I think in my opinion for children just based off what they say here too how do they learn and grow right if you find that out then you can help them with their learning style What does it say here? So now, then it takes you to the chart. And so then, yeah, this is this would be a good article for you guys if you want to learn how to do it for yourself or for other people. Um, it talks about the little blue markers, which have been highlighted in three places. So the outer ring shows the sign in which these three places are showing up, adjacent to Angelina's outer chart wheel. Inside Brad's wheel and adjacent to the aspect that those two planets from Angelina's planet. So do you see how this is a little bit more complex? Like, let's not just give this up to free willy-nilly, like, stuff. So it says, Angelina's Mars, Moon, and Jupiter are all in her ninth house in Aries. You could argue that Angelina's Jupiter is in her tenth as it is in conjunct her MC line. Brad's Jupiter is conjunct her Mars, Moon, and just within orbit for Jupiter as well. Brad's Jupiter is in his fourth house, but in her ninth house. You can see looking at the chart that Brad's Mercury, Venus, and Mars are also in Capricorn in the second house. So, um, I want to see what their conclusion is. Okay, so here it is, for example. Um, they have four oppositions, 12 squares... Um, possibly up to 20, two sextiles and four trines. So it says, just by examining this information alone without looking at the planets involved, you can see a lot of tension in there, y'all. So it's like, if you know anything about Brad and Angelina, they, they when I tell you the, the karmic <laughs> repercussions of both parties involved, it, they they deserve each other in my opinion but i feel like they were attracted to each other on the set behind the scenes um but but it says if you were to just look at this information alone without looking at the planets involved you can see a lot of tension in there you mean to tell me all of this could have been avoided if they had just looked at the thing and been like oh there's tension in there now at that point if you want to decide to push through it let's not even you know fail to to mention that there was infidelity Brad Pitt was in a relationship with Jennifer Aniston. Let's just, you know, not forget that. Um, I can't stand cheaters, y'all. I, I can't. But it says, obviously, tension can be good and bad. All those squares and opposites can be powerful transformation challenges. And again, what if the transformation challenges were there for their, um, for both of their careers? What if we missed out this whole other beautiful aspect of they're um, in the entertainment industry in terms of being able to work on projects together. And because sometimes, like they said, when you do have tension, sometimes, not always, it could have, um, if you have these two powerhouses together um, to come up with creative ideas, they could have been co-producers on movies together as opposed to living this life where right now they hate each other's guts. Angelina hates um, Brad's guts like there is no other. He has an aggressive tendency. I feel like Jennifer tend to, tended to balance him out, whereas 
you kind of have like fire and fire with with those two and and then they had children so now it sucks for the kids because now the kids have to sort out through all this mess there was um reports about him like physically assaulting Angelina in front of the kids and the kids it's just like all of this could have been prevented so they talk about how um the different aspects like the sun is square uranus pluto da 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 it says next you would simply work through the list until you have all the aspects listed at this point you can begin looking at which aspects are challenging and which aspects are not if the planets involved in the aspects are beneficial or a hindrance so the article ends there but i would say this this is definitely a lot for me to i could um hmm, I need to learn to be able to recognize the symbols anyways on the chart and read them for myself. It takes a little bit of work. I, I I could find it, you know, obviously that the lady that I was telling you about, she will teach me. And I don't want to just show up like just dumb anyways. I wasn't even planning this. It didn't even occur to me to do this type of legwork. But obviously, it's a much welcome download. So I will... To um cut and paste the aspects, like how to look at a, a synastry chart. And then that way when she shows it to me, um, because the way that she had it was um <clears throat> my chart was in the center, <clears throat> you know, the round one. And then around it, I wanna say so it's like mm, yeah, I wanna say it was the twelve houses all around the outside in boxes and squares and stuff. <clears throat> <clears throat> and then um you just have to I, even though it was in Vietnamese I could kind of with the little bit I could see it's kind of like okay I could learn that because I, I look for patterns I'm really good with patterns so I should be able to do really good at this so I don't know y'all I'm gonna let you go about your your day I hope this was helpful to you and again that's that's kind of my point I think the people that would probably feel the saltiest would be like if you figure out that one, you're supposed to be single and or not supposed to, but that it's not showing like love and or if you feel like you've wasted so much time and then you you run the synergy and you find out, you know, that there's no compatibility there. Some people, like I said, I'm not I'm not one to try to beat you up to tell you what to do you have to follow your own intuition and um i feel like the more information you have the better informed decisions you can make um because if <laughs> reason i say this because if i was going off of just my intuition like the whole thing with brad and angelina too i could have run my chart from jump street after one or two dates and just been like are you into this are you into that no no all right let's have our chart run if it if it's good then let's continue the conversation if it's not then you know just keep it pushing and i could have saved myself so much like heartbreak and second guessing myself right so that's why i kind of caught myself when i said you need to try to test your own intuition if you have something that's that's a tool i think sometimes I always ask myself, why do men hate um, 
astrology, astronomy, um, and they guffaw at things like synastry, you know, but I think that we would be an error to, em, you know, like emulate or take on the, the, that, the way that they approach things, because to me, it's like, would you rather have the truth and know what you're looking at? Or would you just try to go on a whim? Because remember, one of the things I've heard, like even from the quantum lady or from other my own, other content creators too, is they're banking on you falling in love with them. Like the only way that they're going to win in this world where they should be competing and they should be offering things and all this stuff is to sell you the story to fall in quote unquote love. So yeah, we do talk about love charts or that type of thing. But they, so if, if you're going to have something that pulls up, you know, their strengths and their weaknesses and compatibility to you, you're basically saying like, you're removing from the table the possibility of being able to sleep with them. And, um, you get what I'm saying? Like, they feel like they have more to lose or they don't want that introspective aspect of like why you do certain things or what can you correct or that type of thing. I don't know. That's kind of how I look at it. Anyways, y'all, I really hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed this like late night pull up, you know, type of thing. And, um, and, and, and even if, like, even if you're on the same track as me where you're not look checking for these X, Y's, have it run for yourself, you know, and there are going to be probably a couple more people that are kind of like me that are going to be learning about charts and learning how to do readings. Another great one, if you're interested in this type of stuff and you want to do them for people, human design. That one, I, it's hard finding information. There's people I follow on YouTube, but it's a different language and I definitely will need a mentor in that. But, um, uh, I think there's, there's beauty to it, but you just have to, as with anything else, you're not going to learn it overnight. You have to, you know, when I, when, uh, one of the things I've been wanting to revisit is mastery, right? It takes 10,000 hours for you to develop mastery in something, right? Which can be a problem, especially like when, um, the lady had run my chart and I, I know this about myself and I have to pay attention to that, but I tend to be surface level. So surface level is not 10,000 hours of something, um, um, and so that's just something to kind of keep in the back of your head too, but mm. anyways, y'all, I'm not going to say that that's a deterrent. I think it just like what I would do is look at my Neptune and just continue to see what is it that keeps me in my lane, you know? Um, and she, she kind of told me too, like for next year, some of the things I still have to work on, I'm not necessarily going to hit 10,000 there. It's been a cumulative experience, like over the course of my life type of a thing, but it would have been, you know, nice to know sooner than later in life. So what I'm trying to say is if anything, get the chart, run for yourself, understand yourself, understand how you communicate, understand your, here we go you know, yourself in society and your personal growth, understand your responsibilities, um, 
learn about your ability to grow, your imagination, your dreams, your capacity for change and inner growth, um, right? Um, your will and your actions, what you're comfortable with and what you enjoy, your ability to relate and perceive individuals and objects, right? How you react and reflect to the events experienced in life. What are your fundamental, what is your fundamental identity, ego, and purpose? All right, so I'm done, done. So not only did I get my sleep, I had to go use the restroom. I'm low-key hungry, but I feel like I did eat enough to, I don't have to wake up hungry, but it's okay. I'm going out to eat with a friend later today, so... I'll just try to do like a fasted, still have to do my fasted workout and then I can enjoy my, my lunchtime and then I have to come home and eat my, take the rest of my supplements and all that other stuff. So I know y'all, we'll talk to you later. Bye.